Good morning, and welcome to episode 194 of Effectively Wild, the daily podcast from Baseball Prospectus. I am Ben Lindbergh, joined by Sam Miller. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Okay. Um, what's your topic for the day? Playoffs. Playoffs. Timely. Uh, okay. Mine is is uh, something riffing on something Rob Nyer wrote about outlawing long games. Um, yeah, uh, that's interesting. I didn't see what Rob wrote, but um, Tango. I'll tell you about it. Tango wrote a, a little something about that recently too. Oh, I don't know if I saw that. Um, well, I'll we probably tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't say. I actually. He, well, he didn't really say much about it. He noted. Uh, he might have been riffing on riffing on Nair as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so it sounds like we both have topics that are um, not particularly relevant to anything, and uh, we'll just ramble for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we? I uh, do want to note that yesterday we um, we answered a question about pickoff throws and whether they should be counted as uh, pitch count, part of the pitch count, or how much they should be counted as part of the pitch count. Mm-hmm. And I want to note that Travis, who sounds like he knows what he's talking about, uh, emailed and let us know that a big reason a pitch is so stressful on the arm is the additional force placed on the kinetic chain due to the downward slope of the mound. Tom House says a max effort throw on flat ground moves two times body weight as force off the mound is more like five times. A pivot throw is based on a pivot. I'm sorry, a pickoff throw is based on a pivot and so moves less force through the arm even if thrown with the same effort. So that seems smart. Doesn't that seem smart? Sure. And Russell Carlton uh, emailed us both and you read the email, right? Do mm-hmm. you want to sum it, sum it up? Can you sum up what he said? Uh, about pickoffs, I guess he, he said that he maybe plans to write about it, I think, based on what he was looking at, but that it it possibly varies by pitcher in its impact on on outcomes. Um, yeah, so let's... Okay, so if he's going to write about it, we won't ruin his... We won't step all over his next article. Yeah, but he did confirm your, your estimate of the Braves' chance of striking out 17 times in a, oh, yeah. In a game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think I said that they had slightly worse than one in two chances of doing it um, this year. And uh, he did the math and estimated that they have a one in 314 chance of doing it in any particular game, Mm -hmm. which would be about once every two years. And since April is gone, that means slightly less than a 50-50 chance this year. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Yep. All right. What were we talking about? What's your topic? Uh, The the long games and whether they should exist. Ah oh, yes, long games. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we'll head on into it, Ben. Okay. All right. Uh, so we saw the other night uh, two very very long games. Monday night, the Mets and the Marlins played for 15 innings, and then the Angels and Athletics played for 19 innings. Uh, and Rob wonders if if this is uh, something that eventually. Baseball will find a way to outlaw. Uh, and, I mean, he says other levels of baseball set limits, and somehow they endure. Uh, he mentions that the American League used to have a curfew, that you couldn't start an inning after one in the morning, uh, which they dropped at some point. But 
so it, there is some some precedent for it and he kind of goes through and, and and lays out the reasons why it might make sense to cut games off at a certain point and and he mentions that you know three a's in that game uh i guess got hurt um or, or i guess uh in a lasting way, two of them did it. I mean, Chris Young uh, got an injury. Brett Anderson, who was kind of injured at the beginning of the game and then had to pitch, also got hurt. So um, after and the game... And wasn't that the game Borges got hurt into? Yeah, Borges got hurt also. Uh, and Crispin Anderson went on the DL. Now, of course, Crispin Anderson always go on the DL. So uh, we might be kind of falling prey to... I don't know. I mean, we might be attributing to this this to the long game when really it's just two kind of fragile players. Uh, and of course, Anderson was was kind of hurt before the game, um, but he also had to pitch in the game because of the extreme circumstances. So you could kind of say either way, he was hurt already. He was gonna get he was gonna go on the DL, or he was kind of hurt, but he would have been okay if. I th- yeah, I think the Anderson case is particularly compelling because uh-huh. he was he was literally scratched for that game because he was right. hurt and he was forced to throw five and two thirds innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a pretty compelling point in in Rob's favor. Mm-hmm. Or so, I don't know if Rob is making that point. But, uh, yeah. I mean, he's he 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 speculates that that this sort of game leads to more injuries just because you know more than say two two discrete games on two different nights would uh, because players aren't conditioned to play two games in a row. And, and then if you're asking them to, to do that and play twice as long as a normal regulation game or longer than that in, in the case of the, the A's game, um, that, you know, it, it's something that pushes their bodies beyond what they're conditioned to do and, and makes them more likely to be injured. And uh, he didn't really have any any data to, to back that up, as he acknowledged, uh, that it's kind of a hard thing to look up. But... Um, but it 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 makes sense that it could be true. Uh, and his his other reasons that he lays out uh, his first reason they wipe out the bullpen. His his second reason is the injuries. His third reason is that few fans are still around at the end to actually see how the game ends. Uh, his fourth reason is that players are zombies the next day. That they're there there's a carryover effect of some sort, uh, and that. And then his fifth reason is that it just inconveniences everyone who works at the ballpark or covers the game or, uh, you know, has to stay later. And then, of course, in favor of the long games, uh, he has that they are traditional, that that this is how it's been done, that part of the appeal of baseball is that there is no clock and and games can just go on and on. Uh, his, His second reason is that they are cool, uh, which I, of course, agree with. And his third reason is Twitter. Uh, because Twitter is really fun when a game like this happens. Um, because, you know, normally baseball Twitter is very disjointed and everyone is watching and tweeting about different games. But when one of these crazy 19 inning things happens, uh, everyone who is still awake is watching only one game because there's only one game to watch and and it's fun. Uh, it was really fun to watch that game the other night because I was up late writing or editing or something and and it was weird and wonderful to have a baseball game on and an exciting baseball game. So I was actually shocked. I woke up and, uh, you know, not many tweets happen at, you know, at four in the morning. I think I woke up at about four that morning and, um, I looked at my timeline and it was like, there were like 15 tweets from you and you tweet maybe 15 times <laughs> yes, a week. I got into and, it. 
Yeah, you were super into it. Were you drinking? Were you drinking gin? <laughs> I was drinking green tea. Okay. Uh, I was hopped up on green tea. Um, so yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, so these these games are cool, and it's kind of I don't know. It's it's nice to just never know exactly when a baseball's game is going to end, or at least I think it's nice. But it would certainly make sense if we, if there were some sort of limit on. I mean, on most activities, you kind of have some limit on on how long it's going to go. Um, so I guess I wonder whether. Whether you think uh, the reasons in favor of, of limiting the length of games are, are strong enough to outweigh the fact that these games are just kind of cool for, for fans, or at least for fans who are awake, uh, and whether you think that we will see something happen at some point. And, and I'm also kind of interested in what effect it would have on roster construction if, if there were no possibility of one of these games happening. Because as it is, you kind of have to... To build your roster with you know the knowledge in mind that any game could go 20 innings uh, and you you have to have enough players or you you have to you have to have your roster set up in such a way that that you won't be completely screwed if that happens and that you you won't be pitching position players in the 10th inning so i wonder what the the position player pitcher breakdown would be or the how big bullpens would be if if teams could be confident that say uh i mean obviously you'd still have some extra inning games i guess you would just limit the the amount of extra so um, i don't know it's not i I don't know how often it it happens that a team plays more than say 15 innings uh probably not more than what i mean it probably just happens a couple times a season if if even that um pretty easy to look up yeah so so it's not necessarily something that a team is building around as it is and constructing as its roster as it is but i don't know uh maybe if if there were no chance of that happening there would be some sort of change anyway that that's what i'm wondering well i'll be honest ben i had a lot of thoughts uh and they all kind of piled up on each other and now i don't remember what I wanted to say or where to start. I will tell you this. There were uh, four games last year that went uh, longer than 15 innings. And there were another, eh, it looks like five that went 15, Uh roughly, five or six. Um, So they're pretty rare. You know, it feels to me like the general trajectory of, of of a league like Major League Baseball that's trying to appeal to the largest possible audience is to, uh, you know, to to um, one by one take away the things that we love and and replace them with with things that we hate. Mm-hmm. And the you know th- we being the uh, the super fan, right? Yeah. And it would kill me if they took away extra inning games. Um, when I'm uh, just out of curiosity, right, I'm having audio problems. Are you having audio problems? Uh, not that I can tell. Okay. Um, I think it's my cord, so okay. um, it's on my end. But anyway, um, uh, when 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 a game like the Marlins Mets that happened earlier in the night goes 15, and you know the team scores in the top of the the 15th, you are immediately start rooting for the other team to score one and only one because you just it you know you can't stand to see it end and mm-hmm. and 
you know, the longer it goes, the better it gets. And yes. this is this is just such a delight in my life. It is <laughs> maybe the great. It might be the greatest delight in my life is um, extra innings that gets uncomfortably long. And it yes. is specifically the fact that it is uncomfortable. It is the fact that uh, eventually a position player is going to pitch. Eventually, a pitcher is going to play left field. Um, mm-hmm. You know, eventually these things just start getting really, yeah, really and, crazy. And the, the fact pressure. that everyone was getting hurt in that game, not that you root for players to That's get hurt. That's not a but, bug. That's a feature. Right, exactly. It was it was, <laughs> it was, was so much better that, that some player was getting hurt every inning and then bringing it closer and closer to a position player pitching and... Yeah, I mean that was that was great for there was a group for of, me yeah, for us. There there was a group of fans in the bleachers at the A's game, and, and after the game they all took a picture together. Um, <laughs> probably forty of them, and I I swear to you that picture almost made me cry. It made me so happy to see this little community of people who stuck it out six hours on a school night, mm-hmm. and you know I, I I don't know I don't think I need to convince you of this. I mean it, it to me it's a beautiful thing, but let me let me propose this hypothetical universe where baseball uh ended after maybe it didn't end after nine but maybe the rules changed after the ninth inning to accelerate an ending or you know there was a drop dead deadline at at 12 or or something like that Mm -hmm. don't you think we would be getting questions on for email wednesday proposing a rule change where the game goes forever and (laughs) trying to envision uh all of the uh, unforeseen consequences of that and they would all be amazing we would all be super excited about that idea and we would be proposing it mm-hmm. um i mean it is it, it is baseball is the most boring uh repetitive monotonous <laughs> sport because it's just game after 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 game and um just knowing that there is uh, there, there are possibilities for the freakish to happen. Mm-hmm. Is is what makes it um, fun, and this is uh, this is a, this is the perfect way to do it. So, Tango's post, which might have been a response to Rob, I, I don't I don't know if it was, but um, he he was arguing that that the fans voted uh, with their feet. Basically, uh-huh. nobody nobody stuck around for the end of that game, and so what fans are telling you is that they're not interested in that. They don't they want to see the ending. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see a game that goes forever that they have to miss the ending. Um, it, you know, obviously they want to see the ending, mm-hmm. and they're not happy that they had to leave before the ending, but they had to leave. And uh, I mean, I think that's a fair point, to, uh, but I don't think it's a it's a particularly relevant business point. I don't think anybody goes to the ball game, or rather, I should say, chooses not to go to the ball game because of the fear that they might have to leave in the 16th inning. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a rare occasion. Um, and, uh, you know, I would, I would also be bummed if I had to leave, but, um, I, you know, it's never made me not, not buy a ticket. Right. Uh, so I, I forget what else I wanted to say during that, but, uh, absolutely say the, I, I, I do think that there's a decent chance that it will, it will end eventually, uh, that they'll, figure out a way to I would think that they would figure out a way to accelerate things like by putting a runner on second to start the inning or something like that and actually yesterday we had a question that we didn't get to that asked and and I actually was almost going to make this my topic tonight but um it asked what how if baseball decided there wasn't enough offense how they would fix it or or how we would fix it if that if that were deemed a problem and uh one thing I think could be a possible solution would just be to to limit the number of pitchers you could have. 
and uh, to say maybe nine or ten on a roster. And mm-hmm. so you you would really have to you know pitchers would wouldn't be able to specialize, and you'd have to you know you'd have to face it, go through the lineup, uh, you know, to you you know what I'm saying. Yes. Anyway, um, I think if that were the case, you would have to put something in place to keep extra innings from. Uh, going too long because in that case um, it would get it would get freaky too soon basically you'd run Mm -hmm. out of pitchers too soon so um, yeah so I I think that if um, if if they ever did it would probably be a saving the pitcher kind of a thing I don't think anybody's too concerned about Coco Crisp Uh, he's you know or Chris Young or Peter Borges I I doubt the rate of injury goes up too much in the 17th inning for position players Mm -hmm. Uh, although the rate of injury does go up if you have to change positions, and I imagine that there's more position changes, yeah, uh, unusual positions being played in extra innings. But basically, it's a saving the pitcher thing. You have guys who are forced to do things they wouldn't normally do, and then the next day they have to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever, I don't care. I, I honestly, <laughs> I, I'm not a person who cares too much about injuries, and mm-hmm. if that's uh, the price for having weird things happen, that's a price I'm willing to pay. Yeah, I agree. I would. I would miss those games tremendously. So. Man, the be- the probably the best. I, I I should find this game, but maybe my favorite regular season baseball moment of my entire life was around 1990 or so, and uh, it was summer, so I was allowed to stay up late, and uh, I had to go to the hospital for some reason. I was at a hospital. My sister got hit by a car or something like that, and I was listening to the Giants and the Phillies on the radio. All these details are probably wrong, but the gist is is correct the Giants were playing the Phillies uh went extra innings it was something like the 12th inning and they loaded the bases with nobody out the Phillies did and uh the Giants got out of it and that was just the best the best five minutes of my <laughs> life I mean it was better than it was better than any moment of the World Series in 2010 it was just incredible I'm gonna do a, a tracer on that story and uh-huh. and it'll turn out that you concocted the whole thing I concocted a great deal of it mm-hmm because my sister got hit by a car, but it was in the middle of the day, so hmm. it wouldn't have been that. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right. Playoffs. Yes. Uh, Joe Posnanski wrote today in favor of eliminating the playoffs, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. I saw the headline. And the his points are basically that the playoffs don't reward the best team, which is true, and we've uh, talked about it before, but we, we can always talk about it more. His points in the more kind of philosophical or romantic um, perspective are one that uh, playoffs are a sort of squishy American thing. Uh, like Americans like cheap and fast, and they don't particularly care if they um, are. I don't. I you know kind of. Like, they don't have the sort of harsh realism that Europe would have. And, that, you know, like, Europe is has a kind of a truer ideal of rewarding the best, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Two is that um, uh, playoffs don't represent life uh, because life is about doing the, the day in, day out. It's not about... Uh, getting lucky, but it's about you know working hard every day and and never missing a day and you know full effort all the time and having the rewards uh, pay off over the course of a long stretch. I guess those are the two kind of points that that he would make. Um, and then he sort of I would say completely concedes the point 
and uh, actually comes out in favor not of getting rid of the playoffs, uh, but of having the playoffs, but kind of talking more about the pennant winners, uh, mm-hmm. the teams that have the best record, um, which seems to me to be um, a personal choice, and he can do that. Uh, the fact that people don't talk about that seems to me the, the, that the market has spoken uh, and that um, it's not really something that uh, an organized league would declare by, uh, by decree, but rather would just have to come by people wanting that. And people, I guess, don't want that. And so that's the point. But um, playoffs, pro, con, do you care? Uh, I've, I mean, I've read the, I guess I've read the suggestion that there should just kind of be two different champions, like a regular season champion, and then the season just sort of starts over, like a just a month-long different season that's the playoffs, and then you have a champion of that also. Yeah, um, which is basic. Wait, so wait, I'm confused. That's what we have. That, is uh, well, that what we have. Yeah, I guess you would just. Yeah, I guess you would just like, change the. You'd just put them on an equal footing. You wouldn't have a, a World Series and a. It's just the size of the plaque, right? I yeah, mean, that's pretty exactly much exactly what 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 we have right now. Yeah, I guess so. Um, okay. Yeah, it's just you know you would have a. Uh, I mean, I guess you you get a flag for get a you get a pennant for for winning the regular season or for getting to the playoffs, but maybe I don't know. Maybe it would have would have been different when there weren't so many playoff rounds and and you won the pennant just from being the best regular season team, whereas now you even the pennant is is a playoffs influenced thing. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I. I like the the playoffs for I guess for the same sort of reason that I like the I like extra inning games. They are exciting and they're different from the the six month slog that precedes them. And um, and everybody watches them all at once, and so it's more fun on Twitter. Yeah, that too. Uh, yeah, and there's just I, I mean they're more just higher stakes on each each inning, each pitch than there are during the regular season and. And I, I mean, I kind of enjoy uh, regular season games more. I, when I was more of a, a fan and rooting for one particular team, I, I kind of would dread the playoffs because I, I felt like they just weren't as much fun because I was I was actually worried about the team losing all the time. Whereas in the regular season, it's just kind of this relaxing thing. It's baseball every day and. Uh, no particular, no particular loss has has any great import. Um, I don't know. I mean, personally, I I guess I I do do what Joe is saying and kind of put more of an emphasis on the regular season winner. At least when I when I think in my head about what the best team in baseball is in any given year, it's it's not probably usually even the the World Series winner. Um, so in my own head, when I think about it, I guess I already, I already do that. Like I, I don't really consider say the, the giants, the, the best team of 2012 or, or the team that would necessarily win the most games if you simulated the season over and over again. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess I already yeah. do that, but I still enjoy the playoffs and would not want them to go away. I also basically already do that, and I also don't really, um, it, you know, who 
who cares? I, I mean, I don't really re- remember beyond like a month after the season ends who uh, the best team was. And I don't uh, care a great deal beyond the end of the season who won the World Series. It's a fun thing to watch. And then it ends and you move on to the next season. That's exactly, I mean, that's sort of what makes baseball in a way kind of tedious is that you you work all year for this incredible thing. And then at the end, it only matters for 25 people. It doesn't really matter for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I uh, would argue most, I I think I would, I I would maybe argue uh, strenuously against Joe's suggestion that uh, playoffs are not like life and that life rewards uh, the, you know, the the day to day and not the lucky. I think that life is, um, is exactly rewarding the, the lucky, Um, the, the idea that um, success only comes from hard work or that it always comes for hard work is crazy. And the idea that uh, luck is not a huge part of everything that ever comes to you from uh, you know the place that you're born to the timing of your best days to the people you happen to meet. I mean, I, there's, I look back at all of the steps that were necessary for me to be where I am now. And uh, every single one had a huge element of luck in it and probably more luck than hard work. So uh, I think that it's uh, wonderful, in fact, that um, that there are essentially two champions, that there's the season which uh, gets you to the playoffs and which I think is the probably the most important thing for a team is to get to the playoffs. Uh, certainly for m- me as a fan, it's uh, I'm much more interested. Uh, I think I'm more interested in making the playoffs. I think it's a bigger loss to not make the playoffs than it is to lose in the playoffs. Um, and then to have this sort of second weirdo tournament thing that doesn't actually represent anything real um, and yet takes on greater significance, um, I think it's great. I think that it uh, it it perfectly captures the, the balance between having to survive a hard season and having to get crazy out of your mind lucky for a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess... Uh, right, and I, I think there is a, a, a huge element of luck to everything but that all else being equal i guess the the person who who works harder or is more talented will tend to get more breaks um or be in a better position and i guess that's that's sort of the the same thing with baseball if you are if you are a talented team you you will win more world series because you will be in more playoffs and you'll have more more opportunities i guess You'll, you'll get there more often. Um, but then there is also the, the element of luck and that once once you get to that point, it seems like there's not a whole lot of predictiveness based on on what you did before you got there. So so yeah, th- the idea that the idea that the playoffs are are irrelevant because they uh, they don't capture true skill in the course of such a small sample. It, it is only a, an issue if you're looking at it on a one year timeline. I mean, we're, most of us are going to live 70 or 80 years uh, or God willing longer. And we're going to we're going to we're going to have decades of baseball seasons. And, um, you know, the luck essentially gets unsorted out over the course of a lifetime. I mean, if you pick a team when you're nine years old that plays good baseball for the next 75 years, you're going to get to do parades. And if you pick a team that plays lousy baseball when you're nine years old and for 75 years, you're not. It's not like, uh, you know, the, the number of banners that you get to celebrate in your life will actually pretty well correspond to the strength of the team that you accidentally choose uh, based on geography. Mm-hmm. I guess the one thing that maybe bothers me a little bit about the playoffs is that it kind of rewards different 
uh, aspects of or, or different kind of teams, or at least a team that that is really well suited for the regular season maybe is is not as well suited for the playoffs, even if we can't necessarily tell uh, if we can't predict. But I mean, just the just the fact that it's kind of a, a different game. I mean, from game to game, the the rules are the same, but because the schedule is so different and you can you can just go with three starters or whatever I, I mean it it kind of a team that that struggles in the regular season where you have to use every guy on your roster uh, then gets to the playoffs and almost has it easy in that kind of that that bottom of the rotation bottom of the rotation depth doesn't matter as much because those guys don't pitch anyway and you can you have days off and you can move things around and kind of hide your weaknesses or hide your lack of depth in a sense. Um, Very fair point. That's a fair point. That, I'm not, I'm not saying that the playoffs. Me. Yeah. I'm not saying the playoffs as constituted are, are perfect, uh-huh. but we want to keep them. We want to keep playoffs and we want to keep long games. Baseball yeah. is pretty good as it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. One more show this week. We'll be back tomorrow.